Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the website Quipster.net. You can find over 4,000 of my written reviews there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today, I'm going to be looking at a film that's getting a lot of critical attention and awards consideration. In fact, it's won a few awards, Golden Globes especially. It's Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It is a comedy slash drama, dark comedy, I would kind of classify it as. It's an R-rated film. It has violence, language throughout, and some sexual references, and the runtime is an hour and 55 minutes. Francis McDormand is the main star, with supporting roles going to Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, Caleb Landry-Jones, Lucas Hedges, John Hawks, Peter Ninklage, Abby Cornish, and a few others. The director and screenplay is credited to Martin McDonough. Frances McDormand here just picked up a Golden Globe for her acting performance, and probably deservedly so. She's playing a woman named Mildred Hayes, who's this financially strapped, grieving mother. She decides to rent after selling her ex-husband's tractor trailer. She rents the use of the titular three mostly dormant billboards that reside on a rarely traveled road outside of the fictional town of Ebbing, Missouri, to raise awareness to the local police force led by Chief Willoughby that they still haven't found the culprit or culprits responsible for the rape and the murder and the burning of her teenage daughter several months ago, and they don't seem to be doing much about it. The billboards that she's paid for now read in succession, Raped While Dying, Still No Arrests, How Come, Chief Willoughby, The tensions flare among the police, of course, as well as some of the local residents who support the police and not these terrible and tasteless messages that await them if they drive out of town. All of that pressure gets applied to take the billboards down. However, Mildred knows that the only way to see results is to keep applying the pressure right back. Now, Martin McDonough is the writer and director, as I mentioned He's crafted a very potent, very darkly comic drama here. I feel like this film is a bounce back from the uneven Seven Psychopaths. I know that that film has its fans. I was not one of them. I didn't think it worked as well. But I think he's getting back here to the promise that he showed quite early on in his breakthrough film, In Bruges. This one blends more mischievous characters into this powder cake situation that they seem to have little control over. And the film is an acerbic look into the power of grief and of loss in terms of how it skews our life trajectory, as well as the ripple effect that soon turns into a tsunami when that process doesn't really find a satisfactory outlet. But these characters aren't really there to service the plot so much as the plot services these characters because they are nuanced enough to buy as ringing true, even if the situations around them may seem implausible, may seem contrived from a logic standpoint. I would say the nuance in those characters extends to the adversarial relationship between Mildred and Chief Willoughby, who butt heads, but the acting between Francis McDormand and Woody Harrelson and their scenes together shine enough to suggest that there's this mutual admiration between these characters who are not seeing eye to eye at the moment. This film definitely finds a lot of interesting wrinkles with these characters that are surprising and makes the film not very predictable. Of course, as I mentioned, this is a film that's bolstered by a very forceful lead performance by Frances McDormand. She plays Mildred with a lot of determination, but also with certain flaws that humanize her in a way where she's not exactly righteous and she knows it, but she's on this crusade for justice that she feels she's owed. It's necessary for the character who might otherwise come across as brash or profane or unlikable because we see that... Underneath that tough exterior and her questionably destructive actions, 
she is underneath all of that vulnerable. She's emotional, she's caring, and many of her actions are born from this overwhelming inner pain than something that's tangibly logical. The softer approach to these characters, who are very caustic otherwise, is what makes three billboards able to breathe. And McDonough takes time to reflect on each character's sense of connection, as well as the spirit of this small town, instead of ratcheting up all of the thriller elements into something that's just caustic and cruel with no redeeming value. I'd say this film works better in its dramatic moments than in its comedic. The contrived attempts at humor sometimes can ring obvious, even if some of the dramatic turns also strain credibility, especially in its acts of violence. Outside of McDormand, I'm not a huge fan of some of the casting here, supporting actors in this film. McDonough's favorite, Sam Rockwell. I know he gets a lot of praise and a lot of people think he can do no wrong, but and I tend to agree with that most of the time. But here, I, there's something about him. He seems too smart, too shrewd, too worldly as an actor and demeanor to bias this deputy, Jason Dixon, who's a bumbling and belligerent, a drunk, daft and racist rural Missouri cop who's a brute that follows no discernible rule of law. I never really bought that role for him. But I'd say, still, McDonough does a nice job in humanizing even this character. And I do think that Rockwell plays it as well as he can. And it shows that the relationship with Dixon's mother that he still lives with, it provides details that his difficulties are mostly caused by his own lack of self-esteem or worth being under her shadow. Although McDonough still suffers from the occasional inconsistency in his tone and in trying to temper the comedy and the drama and the brutal violence, sometimes it doesn't quite work out as well as I think it should. I do think that Three Billboards still emerges as his most ambitious and also his most satisfying film to date. I even like it more than In Bruges. It maintains and then eases and then goes full bore on a sense of discomfort that permeates throughout. It's very palpable. It drives enough tension to draw viewers into its peculiar situation. And we have a hard time anticipating where the stories and characters are going to go from there, but we're still riveted in what happens. This is a film where everyone is at odds, though once they're shaken up, they realize in some ways that they're all on the same page. It's about grief, but also about the healing process where confronting one's own buried feelings is ultimately what allows bullheaded individuals, as well as a contentious town, to finally move on. I'm giving three and a half stars out of four to three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I think it's a good film, definitely worthy of a lot of the praise that it's received. Will it be a top ten film for me? Well, I have a lot of catching up to do watching all of the films that are currently in awards contention, but... I definitely think that this is worthy of being in the discussion at the very least. Three and a half stars out of four for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. I do encourage you to not only go to my website, quipster.net, to check out my other reviews, but also check out my other podcast that I do covering films of the 1980s. And it's called Around the World in 80s Movies. I just recently did a review of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I invite you to check that out. Around the World in 80s Movies is what to search for. Until next time, thank you everyone for listening. And I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 